Okay, welcome back, my toxic babies. Monterey, what do you want to call them? Um, I don't call them anything. Toxic tots. Toxic yeah. tots. That's Whoa. nice. Yeah. Thank toxic you. Tots. I okay. call her a toxic tot because she's like little and cute. Boop, boop, boop. Welcome back. I'm your host, Monterey Martinez. I'm Nikki Bond, and today we have a special guest that we're so excited to have. <laughs> so excited. Comedian Rachel Wolfson is in the one house. of our faves. Yeah. And toxic person. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Get it. She's into it. She knows. <laughs> yes, I'm here. Would you call yourself a toxic queen? Um, yeah, I'm I feel like I, I yeah, I'm I'm toxic. I have tox I have toxic I have toxic tendencies. Are you in recovery though? Yes, absolutely. Of course. The first step is owning it. Yep. Um, yeah. Acknowledging that you there have you toxic tendencies. She's been through the program. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, you know, I this was a quote that really spoke out to me. And I think it just speaks perfectly for the situation. Um, who you are is not your fault, but it is your responsibility. Yes. Yeah. So I think that is just where I'm at where it's my responsibility to get better at being less toxic. Yes. Okay. What is your big toxic trait? Like, what do you think is like your number one thing? Well, she takes that's out funny her list. you ask She's because like, um... I asked my boyfriend to email me a list <laughs> no! of you know toxic what? That is, you are working on yourself. Traits. He goes, Rachel's most toxic traits, a thread. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so basically, I won't like read all of this, no, but I'll no. go. I think you I'll should. <laughs> no, like I'll, I'll, I'll like, um, I'll touch on the points, like, and yeah. explain. Okay. So basically, um, th- um, I have something called borderline personality disorder. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that is, um, basically, it stems from abandonment. Mm-hmm. And um, so basically, I get triggered. And that stems all from my like abandonment issues and I have anger issues and basically like for me when let's say someone does something that I perceive to be wrong uh-huh. yeah I will split them black and white like mm-hmm. immediately I'll go from oh this person might have been like the greatest person at one point now they're bad right and like so for me it's like really like recognizing that gray area in life and it's like instead of um instead of like saying it's instead it's it's like acknowledging that the two things can be true right right like this person did this thing and also they're not necessarily a bad person okay so um wait where do your abandonment issues like come from like who so basically um it stems from like my childhood like um you know i think it's it's my parents both, um, you know, had very intense jobs, so they weren't around very much. Mm. And so they would left me with the babysitter. I was going to ask Got you about it. It's nanny. not a nanny. <laughs> like, you and think did nanny. did you get molested you think by nanny, this babysitter? You think they teach you languages. They, like, cook. <laughs> an au pair. Clean, an yeah. au pair. No, this was a babysitter. I had a babysitter, but he wasn't my main babysitter. Okay. And, like, maybe we'll have to change the name or you can believe that. Because <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. I already broke the cardinal rule. But the point is, is, like, um... I had a lot of different 
babysitters in my life Got and so it. like there's that attached. i would get attached they would leave then there would be someone new and oftentimes you know they weren't like the best of people you right. know there was no facebook back in the day it's there was cheap. it was either like by recommendation or whoever my mom could find because it's like whoever you know, lived down the street yeah. so there's that and then like um you know my parents would come home from these like really intense jobs um and um and by the way so so basically you know both of my parents came from like 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 working class like my grandpa my grandpa was in the military both of my grandparents i think like my dad's side my grandpa was in the military my grandma worked at like a department store okay Okay. classic yeah Yeah. it was very like yeah very like you know and so my dad went to college and he became a lawyer. Okay. Ooh. And then my mom went to college and she became a TV news reporter. And like I, and my mom's mom, that's cute. She also yeah. worked in a department store. I think at like one of like my my dad's one of them might have been a nurse. Either way, they were just like very like you know minimum wage yeah jobs regular people. And like your they didn't you know thrived. and and so and then but um. Right. And so my mom went to college. She became a TV news reporter and then she became a lawyer. And then my parents met in the courthouse working. Got it. And they and my mom went to law school because my mom used to be a TV news reporter and she would report on the news and my dad would watch her on TV and be like, he's like, I'm going to marry that. No way. Really? Totally like picture of them. Um, I'll I'll show you you after. So, um, so then, um, they got, so my mom went to law school and then they stayed together and then, um, they started a law firm together and then they had me. Uh. And so like, this was like, just as they were getting started, like they were super, super dedicated to their And they both have fear based because both their parents didn't have money. So now they're workaholics because they're like, we have to make sure we have money. Exactly. And so my, my mom's dad, my grandpa, he, you know, he's just like not he wasn't very nice to like okay he's racist no he's not right ra- okay. i mean it's not that he just like had all daughters and he was very hard on them okay uh, like extremely like hard like toxic kind of? hard just yeah. like you know and so like my mom internalized a lot of that she's mm. like and why are so, you a boy right yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so um so anyway so there's so there's that where growing up like they just weren't the figure the parental figures that i needed them to teach me yeah. how to like react to things emotionally like yes right. you know if you're um, acting to, out your babysitters can't yell at how you. to handle right. rejection discipline yeah. how to handle like you know if i would bring how home, to handle a boyfriend if i right like if i brought home you know like a b plus or an a minus uh-huh. you know my mom would be like why didn't you get an a and so for her you know she she, she doesn't realize like how that like parents don't realize how that affects because right. it's like oh b plus is still good yeah it right. is. you know an a yeah. minus and so like listen like, and white kids thrive with b pluses okay <laughs> right? let us have it and so you would think but like you know um so like it was just like you know the home i did it wasn't i didn't get the nurturing necessarily mm-hmm. that i needed in order to develop the skills in order to like go out there and manage my emotions yeah. out in the world when i am getting rejected when i am getting abandoned when i am getting triggered you know yeah so that's like where i'm at like in a nutshell basically of like where my toxicity comes from right and so um are you an only child no i have a sister okay and so she's younger but here's the flip side like every like 
it's two things can be true, right? Like, yeah. yes, my parents gave me a very nice life, mm-hmm. right? Like, you know, I didn't, I, I, we, they're not the richest people in the world. Like they're not billionaires or right. even like, I would even say millionaires, but yeah. they, they're successful yeah. and they have like a, a nice house in Vegas. That's like two bedroom, you know, You're like that, my sweet 16 they, was you know, catered. They have okay. Like, they have their like two bed, their retirement, their, fi- their home that they're going to live the rest right. of their yeah. lives in. And so like, I'm proud of them for that. And be- yeah. and they taught me from a very young age that I need to work hard. So as yeah. much as like, I got the toxic traits, I also got these really good traits of yeah. like, you're Business. not going to have anything handed to you. You still have to work hard. You can't get by on your looks. You need to, you know, yeah. go out there and, and and also just like um yeah like just because you're a woman that that shouldn't hold you back so like i learned all of those good things right Um, so you're like close to your parents like you feel like you guys have like good relationships now we are we are now they've come a long way that they're retired and they have time for you they're not retired they work yeah they still work yeah my parents will work until they can't and so like i'm i like you know um like i just um yeah, I think like I've gotten the good and the bad from them. Yeah, and I think we all get the good and the bad from our of parents. Of course, sure, yeah. But that's life. Is like everything is a constant duality of good and bad, and it's up to the individual to be like, I have to like learn how to make this work in whatever way. Right. That's all we can do. You know? Yeah. So like over time, they've softened. Mm-hmm. They've gotten better as people. We all have. They've worked on their toxicity. That's they've good. worked through you know the things that like they you know that made them toxic so um that's great especially are they baby boomers like that's very rare yeah i got i'm very lucky they have worked i mean they work so hard and it's like almost i feel it's not unfair to ask them to work on themselves but they have made the time and the effort to really like you know and also just yeah i think time softens you yeah yeah you know of course and in their career at the beginning they weren't even going to focus on that yeah right but also i think as i've gotten older and i've gotten my own like little bit of success Mm -hmm. that has kind of reassured them that everything is going to be okay maybe they should trust me a little bit right you know that maybe they were wrong yeah and maybe they were wrong (laughs) but that is something i noticed about you is that you are a really hard worker and um because like i feel like even like early on like you knew Mm -hmm. like you had like a very uh good understanding of like this being show business and when i first met you i was like I was like, well, okay, business Barbie, calm the fuck down. <laughs> but you literally were like, okay, so yeah, if you get on Twitter and then you do this and then you like start another account and then you do that and then it's like, yeah, you have to go to like four or five banks because once you go to four or five banks, like then you're ready to hook. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, okay. And yeah. You, yeah. And I was like, oh, this girl's got a plan. And then I just Which, like watch you do it. And I was like, hell yeah. Like well, your plan I've, works. I've seen Nikki at the mics since I, st- I mean, like, yeah. you know, we, we, you know, I, the mics are really important and with, comedy i think that i just really wanted to learn comedy and i you know i'm not we're always learning comedy but um i never wanted to be a hobbyist with it i wanted to immerse myself and really dedicate myself to the craft um and due diligence to like this career that i possibly could have if you if you're funny you'll have a career for sure yeah um so yeah i just tried to approach it through hard work yeah which is and it's come it is full circle where it's like yeah your parents it's like socially if you get abandoned then you are like 
But then you also have the, uh, you have the drive to keep going in the career. So it is. Yeah. Yeah. So read this list. What else? Oh, yeah. Okay. So let me go down. Um, Pardon me. Um, Okay. All of my toxic traits fall under borderline, which is what I'm talking, basically. Okay. Right. Um, the biggest is the push and the pull dynamic brought on by splitting, which is something that happens when like a random devaluation of a close friend, family member or partner. So like once like let's say I perceive someone to trigger me mm-hmm. then or like or like do something wrong or maybe they did do something wrong, whether it's perceived or not. Right. right. If it's wrong to you in, in my reality, mind, yeah. I start to devalue them as a person. Okay. And so not 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 every time, but this yeah. could be like because I've gotten better and it's You're like, like you oh, flat chested bitch. Like, yeah. No, but like it, but no, it's more just like, oh, they're a bad person. You know, yeah. like I immediately go to this person's a bad person. It's not like it's, you know, like it's it's a, that's black, and, black white. and white. Right. Yeah. And then um can I ask you a question? Yeah. Have you either have you ever been triggered by either one of us before? Triggered? Yeah. Triggered or like had that like experience Split. where you're like, wait, she's a bad person to me. Oh, and now I have no. To like- neither of you, I've thought like are a bad person. Yeah. Ne- never. Um. But like when she's like whores, like, no, that's no, different. Never, never, like, no, I, I don't know. I, I, I always yeah. thought you guys were really. I thought you were, were beautiful, funny, talented. But when we had our awkward like cool? tiff, or not, I wouldn't even call it a tiff, but just like yeah. an misunderstanding. Like, like a, a miss. I, I don't even know what it was. It's just like yeah. one of those like weird comedy moments where yeah. like you don't really even know each other, and you're like, what? Like you guys are both perceiving something to happen that's not even happening or yeah. whatever. I never thought you were a bad person. I was just like, oh, this person doesn't like me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Because you sure. never did anything to to make me think that you're a bad person it'll be like oh i don't think those girls like me right you yeah because I, mean? I remember when i first met you i was like oh she's really cool and i remember because we met through a third person yeah and i started to be like oh i don't know if that person is yeah. someone that i vibe i thought with. you didn't like me because of a separate third person um, so in my mind i was like oh i was like i'm not even gonna bother yeah but but when we talked at first when we first met i was like oh we got along and then i saw you again after Mm -hmm. and then i went to give you a hug and you just like yeah cold children me and i was like what the because what happened was in my mind i think i had like i i like didn't i i assumed like you weren't like i didn't even think like you were were going in for a hug i had just assumed like you were we were both gonna do the same Uh, thing i don't know yeah you know what i mean you apologize right away you're like because i was just like okay so bad because it was like oh no she meant to like she doesn't she actually does like me you know what i mean so i sent you a message because i was like oh no i don't want her to think like i didn't i wanted her to hug me yeah yeah i wanted yeah but no i've never like i've never like no i like for me to like think you're a bad person, you have to have done something that like shows that like you're malicious. But even then, it's like hard still for me. The action is bad. Yeah. The, you don't want to label people right. as bad. Totally. But um, it's hard not to, especially when you're like live in the moment. You know what But I, mean? I think also yeah. it's like, it's like, you know, if someone is willing to do something, no, like, it's like malicious right like if you're out like like i guess the it's more of the terms right it's like it's toxic right right like it's the behavior your behavior is affecting me and i didn't ask for it right because like you don't want to like 
you don't want to believe like maybe that's like a biblical way to think about it is like no like you can't like a baby isn't born good or bad you know mm-hmm. what i mean it's like yeah. the experiences that they live and, yeah parenting. through mm-hmm. life and probably yeah. like um you know chemical as well totally so it's like i don't know if that's like controversial to say about any of that but no, it's, it's but okay. again Oh, but yeah. again, so the split happens you when so, you're triggered. Yeah, splitting okay. happens, and that's when like the devaluation will happen, where I'll start to label this person, okay, good or bad or whatever, and then I'll want to like push them away, okay, mm. yeah. and then um, once that happens, um, my fear of abandonment kicks in, okay, mm. and so that's like all triggered from abandonment, right? So, um. Yeah, basically black and white thinking and it's all triggered from that. So he goes, okay, so there's a summary. Okay. Are you ready? Okay. Yeah. Summary. Your most your most toxic traits are splitting, black and white thinking, intense mood swings, anger. Um, but babe, no one is perfect. <laughs> we all have our own toxic traits. These are just yours for the sake of the podcast. Aww. There's so much more to you and most in the most um in the most ways you are an, and in most ways you are an amazing person and girlfriend and in most ways imagine that's how he was typing he was like you that yeah 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 went back um he like kept in and i mean in the uh i'm not saying this out loud right now he wrote this really so okay now that's cute the the thing that stood out for me was uh the split splitting black and white it all makes sense and then um the uh, it's severe mood swings yeah that then turn to anger mm-hmm. is that does that come out of being triggered or is that just like in your t- um makeup? so the anger is also like anger is an acceptable emotion it's really just like how i handle the totally. anger because yeah. i feel with the borderline like um, you feel in t- uh, emotions so much more intensely yes. because yeah. you don't have the tools that like normal. I wouldn't even say normal. Like that's a judgment. No, but that but... people who have the tools right. have that when you get triggered, most people will be like, okay, I'm upset right now. I need to go. Yeah. Take a walk. Yeah. Me, I'm not even thinking. It's reactionary. Like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. like in right. flight or fight mode. Yeah. And so and when I like... was younger, I would like, you know, maybe I would like go off on someone on Facebook or something, so you know, or like I would reply back to like a troll comment yeah. or like try to say something mean or whatever. But like now I'm just like, you know, that never made me feel better. Yeah. Right. And it's like I don't want to be and that person. you have to person. go on apology tours. Right. And I also just like don't want to be that person. For you know? sure. But it's hard because I'm similar to you too. Like I have that too where I'm like if someone does something to me, I'm like, now you're going down. And yeah. I've had to – just apologize so many times that I have to like catch myself where I'm like, okay, am That's I doing cool. you the apologize. thing again? Oh yeah. I always, I'm yeah. always in the moment. Sometimes like in the moment, like I've had, I've been like snappy to you before, like in the past and I'll be like, Hey, sorry if I snapped on you or like yeah. whatever, like, cause I'll catch it. And I know I'm like, Oh, I'm just displacing it has nothing to do with the person. Mm-hmm. But I was going to ask you because I know like I've, this has happened to me a lot in comedy too, where it's like, you because we get triggered by so many people because there's so many different hurt people or people that have their toxic patterns and we all just have to be around each other and alcohol is involved and scarcity mindset it's like all of these fucking you know uh like things that are just caused it's like a disaster of course it's gonna happen so i'm like what has been like something that in comedy where you're like 
okay, this is the most toxic shit that's like made you be like, I don't want to do this. Oh, shit. yeah. Um, I guess like any of the like Facebook groups. Mm. Okay. You know what I mean? I'm not that, into like, any of those. There's like a, yeah. a lot of like each town has its own Facebook group or like yeah. um, like a comedy complaint section or something. right it's basically like the suggestion box for comedy yeah, i don't know like the message boards uh, or whatever yeah but yeah i just think that there's like um you know like just like when people pile on on social media i don't like you know i don't know i guess like I, have you been talked about or something like in one of those groups or are you saying like you know that people like gatekeep and they oh, have a certain um, I'm sure I've been mentioned and I don't know like I, I I'm sure like we've all been mentioned oh, in some sure. capacity um but yeah I just think that um I don't know I don't like with the rise of social media it's just like so I think it's just like so toxic and like the trolling and stuff and yeah. like I don't know I I I, I don't love that yeah it's because also people are hiding behind a screen i don't like when like i I, like when it's like a a comics joke or whatever unless it's like so like blatantly racist or like you know homophobic or whatever you know like like if it's like i don't like when comics talk shit about jokes yeah Mm because it's like that's just somebody's yeah we're i mean we're all like you know what it's like to work out something yeah. you know yeah. and like i'm very guilty of that i'm not gonna lie i was like i'm very guilty <laughs> no no of, like yeah. commenting under the jokes oh oh no 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 it's one thing to talk about like oh, okay, if, okay like, i I'm, thought like, you like, meant I'm, like, I'm like between no, 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 your friends i'm like i'm like shit like like going under and like hating under the like you know what i mean like never 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 i don't know i just like because like as comics we know what it's like to like you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I don't know. Work. I've seen. Wait, do you, have you had a comic talk shit about you on one of no, your No, I had, Um, I saw someone do it to one of my friends. Like, uh, I don't yeah. want to say the names, but yeah. they were, you know, like, they're like popular, the comic, but not the person who is like comic. talking. Right. Um, but like, just like going after this person and it's like going after a joke, you know? Yeah. And it's like, but I also think with the rise with these like crowd work clip videos, yeah. you yeah. know, it's like. I, I I see where like you know I don't know I I but I also am like it you know that shit's gonna happen I just I don't love it yeah. you know what I mean like I think but does it it hasn't made you want to like quit or like or I mean I left I didn't leave Facebook for this reason but it wasn't one of the reasons I I yeah. didn't miss Facebook yeah. because you know of um knowing that there's like groups organized on there where like yeah. they just talk shit about people in comedy basically yeah. damn but. I guess it's just a virtual green room. Yeah, yeah, it's, true. yeah. it's a virtual <laughs> green room. Yeah. But everybody's a lot different, like you said, because they're behind hiding behind the screen. Yeah. But it's I also like, like I, you know, I think as we get older and like older in comedy, I just like I'm like haters gonna hate yeah you know, it's That's probably a, better like that they're Cat talking William said yeah bitch you better get 16 yeah. more by summer yeah exactly like i you'd almost rather them talk than not right i don't know so with the yeah with with where you're at now, do you think that, like, it seems like you have a grip on being like, oh, I'm getting angry. Do you have the patience yet to be like, I'm not going to react? Or is it yeah, like, with where the, you are? Uh, where are you in your steps? With the help of antidepressants. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Um, yeah, no, I'm um, I'm in therapy and um, I... I'm about to start group therapy, mm. which I'm excited. Yeah. And um, yeah, just on the path of like managing totally. you know, my emotions and 
That's good reactions. that your boyfriend's supportive too yeah. because mm-hmm. it's like I feel like I never really realized my toxic traits and I'm sure like you did too like when you started dating well now your husband but you do, it takes like <laughs> to goes, being in a relationship. Yeah. Like yeah. you cuz with your girlfriends for whatever reason like you don't get triggered as much obviously for some people it's different but I feel like when I got involved in a relationship, then all of these like toxic mm-hmm. traits that I didn't know I had, I was like, what the fuck is that? Tactics, I'm like, what the fuck they're is tactics that? to be like, love me, love me, love me. Yeah. And then if if they are patient, they'll be like, hey, these this is what you're you do. I this. still love yeah. you. Or they're like, you're a crazy bitch. And well, then you have to change. Your yeah. best friends, like they always like, they always see you in like your best light. Like totally. I have friends who I've known my whole life who are like, I've just never seen you like that. And it's like, well, yeah, I would never bring this around. I love you. You're yeah, my friend. Like, I would yeah. never, you can't I would break never want to yeah. see, like, there's like, you Intimacy. would have to do like, I'm, I'm, it's not like you just do one thing and I'm like, oh, you're a bad person. It, right. it will like accumulate over time. And then immediately I'm like, you're a bad person. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, yeah. But, um, with Matt, you know, this is the longest relationship I've ever been in. And how been long? Four years. Oh, damn. And I think, when you're in a relationship it's like a mirror yep it is a mirror (laughs) completely yeah so how you give and receive love yeah and so we've really just like gotten to know each other and been through a lot of like traumatic events you know with like the pandemic and like you know just losing Losing our jobs and people and just um yeah we we've just been through a lot and held each other down mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and it's like any man because it's like i know like girl like i mean i've talked about in podcasts where i'm like i was i was toxic in some of my relationships like i've been a thrower like throwing lambs throwing tacos like <laughs> you know she's yeah. had really bad jealousy issues i'm just like trying to throw her under the bus too i'm like she i'm no i'm very <laughs> yeah. very manipulative yeah, yeah. manipulative yeah. And, and jealous evil. yeah vindictive I'll get um, you. But my what I want to know is when did you realize you had borderline personality disorder? Like what was kind of the rock bottom? Or have you had that mm-hmm. situation where you're like, oh, damn, I got to change? What was that moment? Yeah. Um. So basically, I was first became aware of it in college and I started learning about it. But there was all these like second opinions because I was told my whole life that I was like bipolar mm-hmm. Um, but what was was there something that happened that you're like oh I had like how did you even first um, know to get it checked out or well at, um I just like I was medicated so like I was diagnosed bipolar when I was 12 years old what and well I started to Whoa, when I was five I was diagnosed with ADHD so I was put okay. on Ritalin when I was five so mind you five. all of the issues that I'm having simultaneously I'm having a lot of mental health issues ever since I was a kid and so my mom was like a victim of like the 90s 2000s like pharmaceutical whatever so my mom told me recently because I was like why if I didn't have bipolar did they diagnose me bipolar and then like um like put me on all of these unnecessary medications and she said that at the time they couldn't like the insurance companies or the doctors or something couldn't bill for borderline because it's actually treated through talk therapy there's no medication for it so they can't make money off of whoa so like i'm still like coming to terms and i think like i think i've seen some other people tweet about this situation because obviously i'm not the only one but like they were giving out diagnoses to people who may not necessarily have had that diagnosis but like they're prescribing them medication and 
you know damn that's so it's like fucking crazy so so i found out in college um your dad's a lawyer you're like (laughs) well i think it's just like i think it's just like something like you know the diagnoses change things evolve over time like um you know it's also borderline can exist with other things too so it's not just like um like oftentimes you'll have like depression as well and like ptsd and like right um so you know so many other options um but yeah so i was in college and it was um they were the the person who brought it up to me was like you know there's no medication for it because i was like i just was on so much medication and my brain didn't feel right and so um i decided to come off my medication and then i was like i'm gonna do talk therapy but i've my therapy has been really inconsistent with like moving around it's kind of been a nightmare in yeah. LA, the mental health industry. Mm-hmm. I've been through a lot of therapists. I've never had that situation in any other place in my life. You're like, like they always like ask you to it's leave. It's like after da- you hit they them. ghost me. Like, like I've been ghost. You? I've been ghosted by a therapist. And you have abandonment issues. I know. I was like, you're the one who's not supposed what? to do this. That's, yeah. it's sorry, been. It's it was not funny, but no, it is funny because I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like. Do you have a bit about this? I'm 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 working it out. Yeah, but I'm that's just really funny. Yeah, she's like, I'm sorry. no, I literally was ghosted by a therapist, and then I had to refind another therapist and it's what? just like yeah I'm, I'm just like i feel like this is like an ethical but anyways yeah i think it's because a lot of therapists in la and i know three of them are women not just it can be men too but that need therapy themselves yeah. like it's like the craziest people mm-hmm. in la are therapists it's the same thing <laughs> no, as like life coaches are surfer ex-actors. therapists yeah and i was like let's, yeah you know let's get a job i think everybody here is just like oh i failed at something so i'll yeah. be a therapist and they're crazy so yeah. you're just dealing with other <laughs> no, crazy I found, people no i have a bit because <laughs> i found out my therapist told me she has a therapist so i was like oh i have a grand therapist yeah. you know yeah 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 and so like i don't know i i um that's tough so i've i've just been like in this you know process of really understanding it but also it's a really painful diagnosis so for a while i kind of put off really like immersing myself in like learning about this other right <laughs> disorder yeah. but um yeah i'm just in the mix of like you know trying to get better and just understand like right how i can undo all of these learned behaviors right that's right. essentially what they are has there ever been a time where you like like that you actually could note yourself and go oh wait i did this instead of this like oh my god like because mm-hmm. that's like happened to me before where i'm like normally you know i would do something like say i'm like i would immediately just start arguing with someone back mm-hmm. and said i'm like you know what i don't care what they think yeah um you know there yeah like i mean it it happens all the time. I feel like LA, we get triggered every day. Oh, but yeah. um, Especially I've gotten really industry. good about like not really necessarily like replying me. Like I, I told you today, someone called me fat or that I've gotten like gained weight or something on social media. So I just put out like a video of my abs or yeah. whatever. But I didn't, <laughs> I didn't like, I didn't like tag. I, I blocked out his name because I purposely don't want like people to yeah. get yeah. attention yeah like yeah. as much as you like or you know whatever it's it's like i could be that asshole and like i have a whole dms account that i started of comments and me- this is how i like turn it into something for me that's yeah. like funny and i can make it like i can almost you constantly heal find the comedy from, and everything i can heal f- or like find a laugh about it is because i get all kinds of messages you know the good the bad the everything in between the things that should never be seen you yeah, know yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, 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 and yeah. so um I, I started a whole DMs account, but I block out the names 
yeah. you know, because yeah. I, I really don't want that, that You're I don't such want a business woman. Yeah. She goes, Oh, yeah, yeah, so you yeah, want to yeah, talk yeah, shit yeah, about yeah. me? Now I have this whole entire fucking account yeah. dedicated to where we to can DM. laugh about it together. Yeah. And like, is the DM amazing. account your name as well? It's, it's Wolfie DMs, just like wow. under she has Wolfie, yeah. uh, weed, what's Wolfie the, memes. Wolfie memes. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I just, I don't know. That's just like what it, it but got that's called. Good. But yeah, that's what you always do is like, that's the whole thing. You take shit and you make gold. Yeah. And so like people love it. Cause I think like, you know, they're, it's like a peek into, you know, um, someone's reality. Like a, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, it's like, like here's what, we have what to deal I get with. sent with. And yeah. I know other women and other people get sent these things. So totally. Yeah. yeah. Here's mine. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's cool. Yeah. That's for you. Yeah. That's, I feel like that's a lot to go through to be diagnosed in all the different ways. And then you're like, mm-hmm. oh no, it's this other thing. Yeah, yeah. I've had trust issues with like, the pharmaceutical or the mental health industry like i definitely know mm-hmm. i have borderline like i i um if you look at the um description a lot of it you know i'm like oh yeah that's me and it's also a lot of therapists don't want to treat it it's the it's hard it's difficult to treat but it's not impossible mm-hmm. there's just like a very specific type of therapy like i said and there's no um medication for the the diagnosis like if you're depressed right. which i suffer from depression yeah i take a medication for my depression but like there's nothing that's like i'm taking for borderline that's yeah. therapy you know do you think your depression we were talking about depression medication because we were saying you know we know some other people who take depression medication and we've been told like oh you should take it and we're like but you don't seem good Mm -hmm. so why am i gonna listen to you yeah so um obviously like i mean i have like almost like an underlying my baseline is like sadness i guess you would say because everyone has a baseline right and like our baseline i think our baseline is expected to be happiness and that's just not reality yeah. like the baseline mm-hmm. is almost not happy or sad but it's just like meh neutral yeah. yes and, and like even just the slightest amount under meh is like that little bit of sadness yeah. right because like and we it li- feels like we live in the yeah. world yeah. we live in reality yeah. and so but for me it's like that little bit is so intense you know and for I only recently started going back on medication and it's changed my life. I definitely, because okay. I wasn't one of those people that's like plants over pills. I'm a stoner, obviously, yeah. but I'm more just like find what works for you. Yeah. Medication does work for people. Totally. It also is completely wrong, you know, for yeah. others. So yeah. it's like find what works for you. But, um, you know, it's helped me in a sense of like I can get up a little bit easier every day. Okay. And like when something triggers me, it's more just like meh. You know, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's okay. great. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I'll take it. Yeah, and I can like, and I can like, I can like, I can like, I can like, you know, if Matt and I, if he does something that triggers me, I can like, instead of like raging right away, I can like articulate how that's I great. feel. Yeah, because it slows down. You know, like. You're like, the it zero makes to your 100. mouth numb right. and you just can't. You're yeah. like, ooh, they figured it out. Yeah. So I was so anti going back on medication for a while because I did have, I have had negative, negative experiences with it. And no. I'm also just like, I don't want it to take away my personality. Well, it may yeah. be not funny, but it's like, yeah. no, you are funny. Yeah. You know, this is just like the parts of you that like, it just takes the edge off a little bit. Totally. So um yeah i i think fine explore it because it yeah. i i'm not waking up crying every day yeah. <laughs> oh my god you know yeah. and not knowing like why do i why am I'm, i so sad yeah you know? Have, i micro oh, sorry go ahead oh no it's okay i was saying like i microdose and i i usually will take a cbd gummy too because i'm like 
I know that my baseline is similar to where I'm like, it's just not naturally as mm. I feel like how most people who maybe had like a regular, but who knows, it might not be from childhood, whatever, but it's like, yeah. there's something there. And so I'm like, I know that I have to do 10 steps to get myself to be okay. Mm. It's like, I have to meditate. I have to fucking like journal. I have to get sun on my face. Like there's so many things that I know that like, I have to do 10 things just to get me to be regular. Mm -hmm. And if I don't do those things, like I little by little unravel. And yeah. so I know that like microdosing shrooms or taking an edible, just get my brain to be a little bit more acceptable of being alive. So yeah, we all have developed these like behaviors. These what what these behaviors are, the toxic traits are coping mechanisms, right? Yeah. Because for me, like since my parents like weren't really involved with like my development of my emotions and like how I should handle myself, mm -hmm. these are coping mechanisms that I learned like, you know, um when they were too like if I was upset and they were too busy to hear mm -hmm. so like I would hold you know what I would hold that right. in and then I would develop oh my feelings don't matter so mm -hmm. I don't matter yes, I'm not yes. you know these are like the things that I say to myself the self-loathing is because I didn't learn to love myself as a kid yeah, yeah. and and so coupled with obviously you know the mental health is like a perfect recipe for someone yeah. who you know um, isn't that nice to themselves right. yeah and so again like th that's why it's so important I think like that's such a valuable child like you know the heart learning to like work hard is one thing but you have to have the confidence to work uh, hard because like right. he, I, for the longest time I was working hard to prove myself to my parents yeah right. and like, I did see, that I am good but I still didn't feel good about yeah. myself yeah do you think that because mine's different like mine's like anxiety anxiety but there's no self self-love mm -hmm. has it gotten in the way of your career at any time where you've been like fuck it like I'm in a place right now personally where I'm like I wish I just had the confidence and I'd be better like I'm yeah. trying to like, like work the confidence through it. for what like confidence in myself and love myself yeah. and believe in myself and that like I know what my my right not mm -hmm to go into me but I know what my baseline yeah. is but it gets in the way of certain aspects in my right. career have your traits have you ever experienced that where like it's I've never in the way? like necessarily let it hold me back but it's like um uh I have what is it imposter syndrome mm -hmm. is that the Which where is, is that yeah, yeah like where yeah. like I'm just like I'm still like I'm not good enough this is all luck this isn't because mm -hmm. I worked yeah. hard this isn't because I'm funny this you know this is and so like these are the things that I I tell myself because again as a kid my parents were like oh good job you're amazing yeah. you know and again on the flip side just telling your kid they're amazing is not great either right you know so it's like you have to have a balance of like both yeah you know like you know um constructive criticism I, although like I don't think it's appropriate to necessarily criticize a child but right. like you know guide them in the right direction but also feminine and masculine also like, Per, per, encourage the self-esteem building right you know because that's honestly the only outlet i got from that would be sports mm -hmm. oh you play sport what did you i play? was i played basketball Hell yeah. i could but, see you playing rugby too oh no, i was no? a basketball okay. player right. and I was so gonna say field hockey i was like that's a field hockey girl <laughs> i i was i was like you know and i was i was pretty good like yeah. i wasn't you know i i played a, a couple years at like junior college oh, but I wasn't ever going to be like you know yeah. NCAA or fun. anything that's but cool. I loved basketball and it did provide me with like confidence and yeah. like whatever but like even like if my parents would come to my games whenever they would because they were would work yeah uh, you know my dad would like criticize me oh, you know really? he would be like yeah so it would be like and he's just trying to help and again yeah. like my parents how I view them 
they were just trying to do the best that yeah. they could with yeah. what they had. Like everything they worked for was for to provide us yeah. with like a good life to make right. sure, you know, we had a dope life. But right. the the they didn't realize like there was still another part of it that didn't get nurtured. Yeah, you know? yeah. it wasn't developed. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, I don't ever want to like villainize them, but yeah, they, they, you're good. You're not, you've covered all your bases. But it, I, okay. I don't want to be like, yeah. oh, poor me, you know, but it's, no. it's just like, I think but there's, like, if you, a... if you're ever curious as to how someone ended up the way they are and why they are the way they are, ask them about their childhood. Yeah, that's what my other podcast is. It's how mm-hmm. your parents fucked you up. Mm-hmm. And I have a lot of comics on and some of them, like I've been like, don't even know that well and then i hear their story i'm like this everyone needs to hear this like i know people talk there's like some i'll have on that people don't really like that person that much yeah not like not everyone but i know some people everybody's gonna be like i'm like i'm like oh god Uh, but no but i hear their story and i want to be like if someone's like i don't really i'm like listen to the podcast listen to the podcast because we are made up of that and it's like understanding Mm -hmm. each other so um another layer to all of this to the abandonment stuff is um so i was I, um, you're like, I'm an orphan. We're like, no. what the fuck? So like, so, you know, <laughs> I, I struggled with like a lot of, you know, a lot of these like mental health issues growing up. And when I was 17, my parents had sent me to a, uh, therapeutic boarding school in Utah. Mm-hmm. Oh, damn. So, because I was like, just not doing well at home. And like, you know, most of my friends were like applying to college and stuff. Yeah. And I just like, wasn't in their mind were heading you like in. mortified like how did you because that you're like a teenager like did you think there was something wrong with you were you like i mean i definitely knew there was something wrong with me like i was just like very depressed too. and mm-hmm. just you know like um it didn't seem like the adults around me really like gave a fuck or yeah. like you know in the Especially right way they're just chipping you off right yeah. so so that was like another thing that like you know at 17 going to another state that i've never been to that's that's boring that's like (laughs) that's ran by like you know a religion essentially and like having to like you know just kind of um like get to the get used get yeah get past the culture shock of that how long were you there for so I was there for 13 months. It was Damn. my um, it was my senior year of high school. <gasps> no, and so like That's terrible. I, like I don't. They're not like I like they're basically lockdowns. Like there's bars yeah. on the windows. Like I don't I like was calling ask. it a boarding school because like when you the, you're that's like what I was no, it's that's like what Paris Hilton shit. Yeah, no, no, yeah. she went that's to one down the street from yeah. me. Damn. Yeah, that I know another comic on my like, podcast. They had Egyptian the same thing happened to them. Who a guy or girl? It was a guy. It's crazy. It's um I know a lot of guys who have been sent to them um and um yeah it was it was like really traumatic but yeah no that's (laughs) great your whole senior year so everybody's like where the fuck did you go a lot of my friends didn't know what happened to me um and so i i my parents like dropped me off like they didn't like they i didn't, didn't i didn't it? get no no no. i didn't get like kidnapped out of my bed that a lot oh. of my friends happened well, th- yeah to, that's and that's so like crazy. also really traumatizing yeah, this is the it's whole common. process is really traumatizing but if your parents drop you off like that's like the best case scenario yeah. i knew i was going somewhere i just didn't know like what they that didn't meant. explain they're Did like they, hey you're just going there was away no to like and there was like there was no like there was no like facebook page like it was like 2000 Five, four, yeah. 2004 yeah but i'm saying do your parents were they like hey you're going to this thing it's for only amount of time like did they explain anything to yeah you? they told me i'm gonna be going somewhere like I the had, morning I had to, I, um no i knew like i my parents i i got caught sneaking out of the house and my parents like um 
you know, just uh, just at had that was like at their they broke at their wits end. And so um, they had decided like whatever was work wasn't what was working was not working. Yeah. So they found a place and like they're not which (laughs) looking back like they're not like really the type of people to just like make a big life decision yeah, like this right. like it was like do you think the clearly place... they were like manipulated like, yeah a lot of say, people were manipulated yeah those like, places are paris hilton's like working to shut down all of these places yeah. And, yeah. Like, the place i went to was on that list because they're sending they're sending uh the parents fake photos uh, and they're like be like they're fine they're, you can't talk on you the can't, phone so yeah like it's very manipulative. they're just like trying to get people's money so yeah they're, like, it's tricky. very money based yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, and also like it's like there's so many layers so like yeah you're not allowed to like talk to your parents and like you have to like you have to like send them letters and stuff and it's like a pre-approved list of people you can talk to it's very like controlled like environment because the other guy who i'll tell you guys who it is after um you both know him Uh, i know who it is there he lives in san diego or is from san diego no he lives in la but he's from he's a comic that we're friends with i don't know if he's from san diego but okay okay. yeah, yeah, yeah 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 either way um I he like said that he would like cuddle they would like the people would cuddle them and they would all do this like like group cuddle or putting their head on each other's stomachs and just lie there. was his in Utah I think so oh, yeah we didn't do that but there was a lot of fucked up stuff yeah it was very um so like it was co-ed but we were just like very kept separate from the guys and stuff because it was ran by like all Mormon people oh my god so like in some ways like you know a lot of the, like the values and stuff were like imposed upon us and whatnot. But um, yeah, it was uh, it was just like a weird time of my life because yeah. I was 17. I didn't yeah. you know, I didn't do the prom. I didn't do any of that. Yeah. Like that sucks you know, your senior year. Like, I mean, I moved around a lot, but still senior year. You're like, mm, I don't want to be yeah, somewhere else. That is have not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, like, that probably feels like the end your of your virginity. life yeah. that you don't well, get to be with your friends. I had already lost my virginity. So that oh, I had already. Well, okay. <laughs> Thank God. I, was I like, think that was what ended sucks. me up there was uh, oh, <laughs> part of that. No. Yeah. I mean, no, no, I that wasn't like I was sneaking out, but like I wasn't in that moment yeah doing okay that. but yeah um, um so yeah so basically um that was like something so i was there my senior year and then i went basically from there i was i went home for a month in vegas which you have to like that's like such again a culture shock going yeah. from like being in utah for yeah. a year going back to vegas for a month and then they sent me to vermont to go to college so i went from one end of the spectrum to to like the other oh my god because utah is like super conservative and then vegas Vegas, hell yeah and then vegas and then and then vermont Vermont. is like really is like hippies and like conservatives but like a hippie it's like this whole time technically i'm like you were just on the wrong meds like you sure had whatever you had but it's it's just so i'm i guess i'm looking at you being like Rachel Wolfson is misunderstood. <laughs> like you were like your whole life in terms of yeah. like putting you on. But also kids rebel. Then, like that exactly. is some point. And it's like you were trying to like you were needing love so bad mm. that you're like men or attention or something mm. was yeah. that thing. You finally got it because That's you're trying it. to get it from the parents. They so didn't give it to you. And it happens. Your parents aren't bad people. But then you're like, oh, now the boy's giving it to me. The boy's giving it to me. But it's like they didn't have the skill set to be like, OK, why? Why are she like? 
going out of her way to sneak out and mm-hmm. disobey us like what why does she need this so bad like oh she desperately needs someone to like make her feel good yeah because also, we're not here yeah and it's just like exactly you're saying if you're a teenager or you're five years old and don't you're acting, send them you know, to utah cr- like and if I'm, you took a yeah. knife to a girl's throat and was like hey you dumb bitch like give me your <laughs> fucking money or something i was like, like okay. what? when i was there i was like oh like they think i'm a bad kid these are yeah. <laughs> these are bad kids yeah, like, no, yeah. they're not and bad, now you have to become they, friends with but, them too but these were juvenile delinquents i would they're so not bad kids what they are are abandoned kids yeah. hurt kids you know, that hurt. hurt molested abused yeah. like on drugs like yeah. literally left behind in uh. some form whether it's like you know they were adopted or they you know they were these are kids who have been abandoned in some way yeah. and this is how they're it's manifested in their For lives sure. so um yeah that was like a really I, I mean I'm grateful for it because so is he not that not that I'm not grateful for like I, I would never want to go through that again and I would never it. want to have I would never recommend anyone to send their kid to that yeah place yeah but yeah, I think that um, you know experiences like that are what make Super, a person. Yeah, you know? yeah, like that's what he said. He was like, "I wouldn't change it. Don't ever do it. It's yeah. not yeah. helpful." But it made me who I am. Yeah, right. that, that's my story. But that's yeah. it's one of those things too because I say the same thing because it's like we all say, "Oh, well, like I wouldn't change it," and it made us who I, we are. But it's also okay to acknowledge that it is unfair mm. and it is shitty and yeah. it shouldn't have happened. Yeah, like I, you know, I've had conversations with my parents, like you know, especially like even recently, my mom has just like really come around to like what our childhood was and like right. maybe how she could have like done things better which i like to me it's like all's all's good mom yeah, like i appreciate you. you like At apologizing she, yeah. and knowing like but i was like you know um like i have to learn how to love myself as an adult and it's really hard yeah that's you know? your good daughter i'd be like hey mom but it's because she acknowledges it if yeah. she didn't acknowledge it yeah. then you would have a probably a lot more resentment but if she's yeah. facing what she did wrong mm-hmm. then you're gonna feel better and you're gonna feel hurt yeah 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 for, so for she, i think she sees because like for them it's like i think for as my parents like especially as parents to look at your kid and really like sometimes i feel like parents are like what's wrong with them we've given them every you know yeah. like yeah. this not like but it's it's like it's like you know there's a reason why whatever's happening is happening yeah you're like you know? i just wanted a hug from behind it's math it's yeah. always math like if you just trace it back it's like all the work is there mm-hmm. you just got to plug in the numbers and see you're like the results there yeah but and yeah. i didn't even like re- yeah so like there's just like a lot of like trauma over time and yeah. things that like i've kind of just not really had the right tools to deal with because yeah. I was still coming to terms with like what was going like a label for what was going on for sure me. and then you were like just doing survival mode but mm-hmm. I will say that it's like yeah you're definitely a good person who's like oh. used all of their yeah, shit to their advantage and like made something out of it and it like totally makes sense that you're a comic <laughs> and I think <laughs> you're you. a badass and it's funny you said you played sports and I was like she played sports because yeah. I, I was telling her I was like any girl who plays sports they're just so much nicer to women oh 100% <laughs> like, they really 100% are. like that's like that that's some of the best like friendship you know because you're forced to work together yeah. and you're forced like you, you have to like you, you know teammates. in order to win you you can't just be out yeah. there looking out for yourself yeah you, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. you gotta pass the ball yeah. you gotta work, do defense yeah. you gotta defend your team yeah. you know Dynasty. yeah so 
But hell yeah. yeah. This this oh our maybe new I'll segment. be wait I'm gonna be a nun while I intro. Oh okay. It. Hello. Oh god. <laughs> Monterey hates when I do voices, so I like to do. Oh my every god, you're episode. doing your nun voice. <laughs> Welcome to Juicy Confessions in the Nunnery. In the Nunnery. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Pray. Oh no, sorry. I vow. Just add an uncle. Okay. I vow. I vow. I vow. To share my, to share my honest, honest, juicy, juicy, juicy confession, confession, without any guilt, without any, without guilt. any guilt. That's it. Okay. Amen. 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 <laughs> okay. You go first, Nikki. Oh my God. You have okay. to keep praying. Oh, I have to keep praying. Okay. I'm actually like scared to say this one for, I once read my boyfriend's phone and I know that this is like a common thing to do but not for me. And I read his phone into this day. He doesn't know I read his phone and he was having a conversation with a girl that I was jealous of. And they did like, they definitely were having like an emotional affair. And instead of me confronting him, I got him to eventually show me texts from her. And then I pretended like, wait, why did she send you this? So I never told him. I just figured out a manipulative way to get him to show me their conversation so then I could be innocent but see everything I already saw and address the situation. Okay, this is too juicy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, I feel like that's female intuition shit. I'm like, yeah. I feel like that's witch shit. I'm like, if you have, if you want help, I'll help you do it. I don't that's agree with oh, ever wow. going through people's phones. No, because... I would never do it again. I would never do it again. Because yeah. I didn't like that. I couldn't say anything. And that was my thing is that once I did it, I was like, I would never, I can't tell him. So I would yeah. never do it again ever, ever. But I had to figure out how to address yeah. it without getting caught. Um, <laughs> That is so funny. <sighs> What's okay. yours, Rach? Okay. okay so like, I, d- I like literally I'm like what is a confession um, it could be something have... in the past that yeah. you never told like you... okay but I want to bounce off what Nikki okay. was saying because okay. like <laughs> I agree like I think going through like phones is like you know that's like in your 20s bullshit yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It's not like we've 20s. all done it whatever yeah but like Matt and I have been together for like four years and I was like I feel like at this point I should just like go through his phone once just to say just, I did yeah, you know yeah, like yeah, just yeah, to yeah. like keep him spicy yeah yeah you know it's like, like I know he's not I know there's nothing in there that I need to be worried about, but like, what's going on in there? You know? Yeah, yeah. And so, like, I look in there. You gotta go and to Disneyland at some through, point. I look through his like search history, and it's like <laughs> how to manifest the perfect life, like Oprah. Oh, <laughs> he literally God. was looking up like manifestation, yeah. manifest the life you want. Like, what is the me- like, bless like, him? I'm bless. so bored. Like, yeah. can you just cheat on me already? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he belongs in the that's amazing but yeah i love that Mm -hmm. bless his heart okay um my confession is something that i have never really owned up to and my confession is that one time when i was in high school i broke girl code and i dated a friend's ex Mm -hmm. oh how old were you i was like 17 but let me just say i'm not validating myself she was not i was not friends with her she was just in the same friend circle that's not so bad you guys your juices your juices and is still full fruit oh you just went through text messages (laughs) i dated some other fucking dude that all these bitches then hated me after oh they did oh yeah Mm mm-hmm they all hated me but it's like but now looking back like i thought about this in the shower and i just like thought of this girl and i was like 
I understand why she hated me because I'm like, I didn't, I wasn't friends with her. Like her and I never hung out, but a couple, she did drive me to school a couple times and she drove me to school and I was like, she did drive me to school yeah, a couple times and me. like we were in a prom limo together. Oh. And so I was like, it's kind of, it's kind of mm. weird. Yeah. And she probably was really confused. Yeah. But I, but I never had sex with him. Oh. He never touched my vagina or anything. Oh. Like I was a prude. That's like yeah. barely cheating. Yeah. Oh yeah. We didn't, no, not <laughs> they while they were dated. together. Yeah. I just dated oh, no, him no, no, way oh, after. Girl code, girl code. Yeah. Girl, girl code. code. Like just saying I, they were broken up for like two years, but oh. I just dated him after, but I was like, I still knew her. And yeah, so like, yeah. that's like why felt I felt bad. really bad. But I was like, "Do you want to apologize?" Yeah, in the nunnery, I apologize. Repent er, your sins. What's her name? Uh, Cecilia. Forgive us, Cecilia, Cecilia, for she has sinned. For I have sinned, <laughs> and I dated your boyfriend after I met him in the prom limo two years after, and I understand why you hated me. But ah. I ask for forgiveness. Is she married now? I'm not sure. I hope we should, so. We should find. We should get an update. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like in the next episode, find yes. out. Yeah. yeah, you probably Amen. did her a favor. Amen. Totally. All right. Okay. That was hilarious. Photo. Oh yeah. Oh, the oh yeah. Thumbnail. Should we do? Would you rather though, or just what do you? Wait, are we? Can we do one more? Can we like do a would you rather real fast and then end it? Yeah, yes. we should keep him on. No, I don't know. No, no, he he said on. we should. Whoa, he said we should. Yeah. Oh, like for the, it's good for the thumbnail. We'll do yeah. it after. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh. Okay. I thought you meant. Okay, okay. We also do the last segment we do is a would you? Oh, what's more well, toxic? What's more toxic? Oh yeah. Yeah. So, okay. okay. Oh yeah, we know it, right? You remember? Yeah. Okay. Okay. What's more toxic? Let's talk about. Let's just be specific to the comedy scene because yeah. we're all comedians or the work, work wherever you work, the work environment. What's more toxic? A girl that's really, really nice to your face, but then talks shit behind your back like and spreads rumors. spreads rumors, is really like, yeah, nice to your face, talks shit, spreads rumors behind your back, or a girl that ices you and is a bitch to your face and you just know your chemistry and you know your dynamic and you feel really uncomfortable in like green what's or worse? whatever yeah, yeah what's, more what's, toxic? what's more toxic a girl that's nice to your face talks shit or a girl that's mean to your face and makes it uncomfortable to be around her but at least you know the dynamic i think the more toxic is the behind the back okay nice to your face but behind the back thing yeah. Because at least, like, if someone's, like, being a bitch to your face, you can almost see, like, the hurt behind it. Yeah. You know, or, like, or like at least they're just, like, hey, this is what they, this is how they feel about you. There's no questioning it. But also maybe, like, the more time they are around you, maybe that will change. Yeah. yeah. Versus, like, you don't really know, like, what they're saying. I would rather know what was being said to my – I'd rather – like, the, in some ways that they're communicating to you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Healthily. It's true. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. you just know what and you're you don't, getting. And you don't trust them. You yeah. know not to trust them. Or, yeah, so, or really, okay. at least they, you know how they feel and they're not going to, like, sugarcoat Yeah, it. okay. And then we can end on, okay, so, again, this is, could be something silly or random or whatever, but what's your, what's your most toxic pick of the week? Like, what's the thing that – it could be freaking – you know, a song or a show you saw or whatever. Like, mm. what's what's Rachel's? Most I mean, toxic obviously, pick? I've been watching Vanderpump Rules and like yes. that whole scandal, obviously. scandal going down. And like, 
you know, someone said it's like our WrestleMania, which it really is because I had to like break out a diaphragm or like a di- diaphragm. No, I'm yeah. not. Yeah, no, a diagram yeah. for my boyfriend to be like, this person used to date this person and then this person dated this person. Now they date. And then this person who used to date this person then in and like had sex with this person. And now they're dating. Like yeah. I literally had to break it down for my boyfriend. And he's like, I just don't need these toxic people in my life. <laughs> he literally said like, I don't it. need yeah. to watch this. He's like, I'll just go. I'll just and go now to a comedy he's club. sending me Vanderpump Rules update. So it's like he's in it. it, That show is addicting. Like I was always like, dude, I was like, I'm not gonna watch this shit. And then I was like watching one time. I was like, okay. I was like, Lala, I agree. And I was like, Ariana, like, why, Mm -hmm. why you don't like Krista? And I was like, all up on it. And I was like, damn, it It gives Uh, me anxiety. Yeah. Oh really? It's so good. What's your toxic pick of the week, Nikki? My toxic pick of the week, L.A. potholes. The potholes Mm -hmm. are crazy, and I think. Truthfully, I think that they're not naturally caused by rain. I think that the tow truck. Oh, is that what they're and, caused? I didn't. Yeah, know. Yeah, they're caused by rain. That was like of all the rain. Or some no, it's shit. no, the rain it's the rain. I think it's tow truck companies and auto and the shop. deep state. Yeah. yeah, I'm like they're they're trying they're trying to ruin our cars. It's yeah. fucking dangerous. The fact that they're not fixing them, there's something toxic going on. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. Or it is. A, I think. I think they're like the city's like. No, we're not going to put money into this and fix them because the the auto shops yeah. are like, no, hey, we'll give yeah, you this yeah, much. Yeah, just leave it because all the cars are getting ruined and there's no cars to be given out. You know, it's just a whole cyclical thing, Ooh, man. Yeah. yeah. You're onto something. Yeah. It's bad karma. Yeah. yeah. What's your toxic pick? I think my toxic pick of the week is beta females. And I mean, when I say that, like we're talking like alpha females are women who are okay with giving it up to other women. Mm-hmm. They're okay and with- not threatened by other women yeah, not because they're a trap more attractive or right anything like or, that. or smarter or yeah. funnier whatever mm-hmm. we recognize it's like yes if you're an alpha you aren't always going to be the alpha in every setting mm-hmm. sometimes if there's like a scientist woman in front of our face and she's talking about aids or whatever we're going to shut the fuck up and mm-hmm. she's the alpha yeah or if there's a swimmer who has like championships it's like there's always but when you're an alpha woman. like then the women who are confident like they let you be your alpha mm-hmm. but there's women sometimes that like no matter what every single aspect of you they're like oh let me try to compete with her looks let me try to compete with her talent let me try to compete with her work ethic let me try to compete with her fucking beauty it's like they just Mm -hmm. do everything and you're like hey just respect that we all have pluses and minuses and different things and like highlight each other's you know fucking qualities that you like and just keep it moving i think it's beta women that act like alphas but they're actually betas because then they're trying to compete exactly regular betas like the ones that are submissive dogs those are pretty good yeah but it's the ones yeah. that like try to act like they're yeah 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 because yeah. yeah. yeah, you need yeah you need betas you're yeah. like somebody's scaring my bugs yeah, bitch. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> someone has to get in the potholes so i need I my hair french them. braided amanda <laughs> let's go <laughs> do you have anything you want to plug oh yeah um i I have shows coming up. I have uh, a 420 show at the Ice House. Oh, Sweet. hell yeah. yeah. That'll be fun. When and is it? And then uh, it's 420. Okay. Duh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Nikki, you're so funny. Okay. <laughs> you uh, planned that. Uh, what color was Washington's white horse? <laughs> Blue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got shows in Austin coming up. Um, um, they're all on my website, Rachel Wolfson Comedy. And then, um, yeah, I'm going to be guest hosting Ridiculousness. Oh, 
soon. That's, so uh, that's well, the episodes fun. are coming out soon. Yeah, so. cool. Check love those it. out. Show some love on social. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. What's your Instagram? So uh, Instagram's Rachel Wolfson, and then Twitter's Wolfie Comedy. And then, uh, yeah, just wolfy DMs. I'm having a branding crisis. Yeah. It's, it's, no, you're the doing well. branding you're is toxic. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> Thank you for Thank coming. Thank you so much. So